Let's dive into one of the great paradoxes of creativity. This is a thing I've been thinking a lot about lately because I've been staring at many a blank page. You know that I'm working on another book and I often sit down to write and I'm stuck. I wonder like, God, what's the right way into the, you know, the idea that in a world of boundless creativity and endless creative freedom that we can sometimes feel stuck. I'm used to this. I'm aware and I want to talk about it today. This is sort of like standing in front of that canvas that stretches infinitely in every direction and feeling overwhelmed about where to put the brush down, what color to apply to the canvas, or, or in, in my case that I was just sharing, like what's the first word that I write on the page? If this sounds familiar to you, then you're not alone, I promise, right? You see this allure of unlimited possibility, of unfettered exploration. This is very seductive. If I zoom out far enough, this is one of my favorite things about creativity is you can literally create anything. You know, when I talk about creativity here on the show, I talk about, look, at if you're writing a symphony or writing a book or, you know, creating a play or building a business, I always list a bunch of things because it's true. We, there's, you know, our, if we can train our attention and our creativity on something, we can create it. That unlimited possibility, however, can also be very, very paralyzing. This is not a secret. It's sort of like being that kid in the, in the world's largest candy store, but you don't know where to start eating because there's so many good things. Do I go to the Swedish fish or the gummy bears or the chocolate? This is why constraints are magic. And the magic of constraints is the thing that I want to make this episode about. It's the magic of limitation. So let's start. Let's start by thinking back to some of your most memorable creative moments. You know, perhaps this was a, a project when you had a shoestring budget, or maybe you were working under a tight deadline, right? You had to write that paper for your creative writing class because it was due the next day. It's in these moments, seemingly, right, when our backs are against the wall, that we're forced to think differently, to approach the problem in, say, a more practical or a little less precious a way. And it is these new angles that allow us to truly innovate. This is where this, there's this confluence of utility and practicality with unbridled creativity. That, it turns out, is a very potent combination. Because you see, constraints push us out of comfort zones. They're very convenient for challenging us to question our usual methods and ditch the, hey, this is how it's always done, or this is what, what I need it to be perfect, or any sort of mindset that is limiting. Instead of a vast overwhelming canvas or the blank page or a product in business that's undefined. It's actually constraints that give us the space, the defined space, I will say, where we can start, where we can focus, experiment, and I would say often do our very, very best work. So here's some real world examples. Let's take, for example, the 48-hour film project. If you have not heard of this, no problem. It's not a it's not a ubiquitous thing, but it is a really cool little small community where filmmakers from around the world agree to accept 48 hours to create a short film. And I'm talking about the entire film, right? They get handed a character, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a genre, and off they go. And the results 
are amazing. Amazing. I'm talking like innovative, hilarious, often really touching short films. Now, why is this? It's because these constraints forced filmmakers to think on their feet, to be resourceful, to commit to ideas that they might not have committed to under other circumstances. But what that commitment does is it leads to completion. It leads to a prioritization of creative decisions. And it turns out that that is fundamental to making stuff. No surprise, unless you zoom out and you're like, duh. Let's consider the world of photography, right? Some of the most iconic images that the world has ever known have come from photographers who limited themselves in some way. Those early photographs, some of them are, which are brilliant, it's because it took 15 minutes to load their freaking camera. That was a creative constraint. They couldn't rip off like 40 images in 10 seconds like you can with your, you know, your latest state-of-the-art Nikon. Whether this is using one lens, shooting in black and white, focusing on a specific theme, shooting something that's within 50 feet of you right now, all of these self-imposed constraints can often lead to a deeper insight, a more interesting exploration of a subject, and resultingly, a really interesting final product, a really interesting perspective. The secret is that these constraints are liberating. What's not true is these constraints aren't the thing that actually limits your creativity right? There is something that channels it. This is the biggest like realization that I found in the transition from a tinkering creative to a professional one, right? Constraints aren't the things that actually limit your creativity. While on the outset, it might seem as such, these are actually the things that motivate it, that channel it, that direct it, that, that provide a framework to guide decisions, to spark ideas and in this ironic little twist, open up avenues of exploration that you might not have considered. The fact that you only have 48 hours to make a film or the fact that you only have one lens to take a photograph with, those things, those things I mentioned earlier, those constraints originally seen as limitations instead became the challenge, the puzzle to solve. And it's in solving that puzzle in a very focused, practical way that great ideas, that innovations, that we stumble on greatness, often more than if it had complete freedom. Now, the question then becomes, how do we put a new perspective on cultivating these things that we once thought held us down? And I will admit, I used to be in this camp. You know, I, I can't have creativity be constrained. I want to, you know, do my work whenever it strikes me. If it's, if it's midnight or six in the morning or whatever, I have to stop whatever I'm doing and dive into, you know, whatever this thing is. And that's fair because that's what society told us, right? That's, it's not a, it's not a surprise that we have these feelings. But if we can change this, if we can cultivate constraints, I believe that Harn this harnesses our work in a new way. I want to share a couple of strategies, no surprise, as I always do in the micro show, a couple strategies for doing this. One, give yourself a daily creative challenge. Maybe not daily, maybe it's a weekly, whatever. I don't know what work you're working on. Uh, but set a theme for this time duration, whether it's a day or a week or a month or whatever. Set a theme. This could be a specific color. It could be a specific product solution if you're working in technology, or it could be a word if you're, uh, if you're a poet. Create something on a regular basis 
daily, weekly, monthly that aligns with this theme. Turns out that challenges like this will force your brain to work in a new, innovative, interesting way. And ultimately, your goal as a creator is to have this be a tool, a lens through which you can then repeatedly apply to other work. You're learning in this process. So employ daily creative challenges. Thing two, an idea, creative constraint that will help you get work on the page, out in the world, whatever. Here's number two, limit your tools. This is what I hearkened earlier as a photographer with using only one lens for a day, a week, a month, or a photo shoot. If you're a painter, limit your color palette, limit your brush size. If you're an entrepreneur, limit the feature set that you're going to build into your app, into your tool. By restricting these things, you are now forced to see things in a new light. What if I had to do X and I could only do it with Y? Limiting tools is a fantastic way to cultivate constraint and drive new perspectives. Another one, collaborate. Work with others to naturally induce constraints. Right? This is a product of merging different visions. You can't only have it your way. You have to incorporate the thoughts and ideas of others. Right, Embracing this challenge and seeing where it takes you. This is not exactly art, but there is a um, a format in golf called alternate shot where you play with a partner and I hit one shot, my partner hits the next shot, I hit the third shot. And the reality is that we play golf in different styles and this forces us while we're playing together, we're each doing our own thing and in doing our own thing, talking about what the next shot's going to look like and how we're going to get into the hole faster than the other team. It forces us to do things we might not otherwise do, which is good. The same can be true with your art. Think about collaborating. This is a very powerful one to constrain your work is time box it. Time boxing your creativity is a way of giving yourself a set amount of time to complete a particular task. The ticking clock, it turns out, is very valuable for helping you make decisions more quickly, trusting your instincts, because that's ultimately what this is. This is a mechanism for getting in touch with your instincts that says this is good or this is, even if this is just immediate and immediate is good because it tells me I need to put something on the page. And if, it, if in putting something on the page, that is part of the process of helping recognize whether what you did was good or not good and whether you should change directions or keep going, right? That ticking clock is a very valuable tool that I'd love for you to incorporate. And here's the last one, this last idea for cultivating constraints. In your own work, self-directed. Try revisiting old work. This is sort of counterintuitive for a lot of folks, but take an old project or an old photograph, for example, or an old play, a script, reimagine it with a new constraint. Maybe you reimagine an old photograph with new Photoshop techniques. Maybe you imagine a scene from a film you once shot and you flip the protagonist and the antagonist? What if you decided to, to have that be where the plot twisted? It would obviously be very different. There's you know, a thousand ways to think differently with old work, but there's a beautiful thing in doing it with old work because you're less attached to the outcome. The work has already been out there in the world such that if you use this as a as a practice palette, you're less attached to the outcome. Turns out this was a really important step for me 
specifically photographically? What if I process this photo in an entirely different way? I ended up getting some really interesting results and it was those results and that way of thinking differently that I could then apply to new work that helped drive my creativity. So that is my ask for this week for the micro show. How about you embrace some new constraints and these constraints not as roadblocks but as stepping stones to do your best work, stepping stones to greater bandwidth, to greater creativity, starting to see constraints not as something to confine you but as something to guide you and set you free will in turn expand your awareness of what is possible. And it's in this guidance, it's in this expansion that you're going to find the freedom that you've been searching for. Not in the blank page, not in the empty canvas, but with some constraints. All right, go out there and make something. I'm always listening if you want to share it to me. 206-309-5177. If you're not a member of the text community, I would love to have you join and or just text me your creativity, your th the thing that you made using new constraints. I will respond. I get a lot of messages there, so you might you know, it might take me a day or two to get back to you, but I'd love to see it. Now, whether you send this to me via the text community or send it to some friends or share it on social, I'd love to see what you come up with. Remember, constraints create creativity. Have a great week. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community. All of that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing this show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together. <music>